What up, what up, what up? You tuned into the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I am your host, Jose Morales, and we're at my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is Taylor Washburn. What up, Big Pippin? <laughs> what up, what up? Uh, those that do not know Taylor, uh, Taylor and his family, Stephanie and his father, Joey, have been here at the gym. I came across them in 08. 08, I think. Yeah, 08, 08, yeah. Yeah, 08. I think I was like 16, 17, yeah. Yeah, in, in 2008. And actually, by speaking of happy birthday, his birthday just passed. Thank you, thank you. And uh, and when I first came, you have a beautiful family, by the way. Your mom is off the chain. Very, very wild. Good, good <laughs> family. I always thought that, and I'm like, uh, I thought you guys were like super, you could tell you, you guys were very close, you know what I mean? And these are the guys, the, the reason I remember them so clearly, besides them being an awesome family, they would go watch me fight uh, wherever I went, regardless if it was, I mean, you guys want to go watch me fight in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. They were always very genuine, just sweet, good peoples, bro. And, uh, and I, I appreciate that. So um, the, the thing I wanted to bring, I wanted to bring up with having you here is also the, the amount of love you showed me. Uh, even with the whole Corona oh, yeah. happening, you were like, "Oh, don't even trip, bro. I got you." Automatic things Automatic, like that, bro. Yeah. Like you guys are just very genuine. You and your dad and your mom. His mom actually does tattoos. Uh, What's the name of the place? At Pretty in Ink. Yeah, she actually is the one who tattooed my hands. My hands. His his mom is the one who did my hands. And during that time is when I found out what we're gonna talk about today. So thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so besides the fact. Uh, that's kind of our history, but what we're going to talk about today is uh, drug abuse, pretty much drug abuse, and get to know, get familiar with Taylor, and then get familiar with his business. He actually started his own uh, construction company that's been going now for what? How many years? This is year three. Year three, mm-hmm. and he's actually on the ring. So if you guys ever looked at the gym, came here, he's one of the uh, logos on the ring. And another thing, this uh, this another thing about him. Check this out. When I got the canvas, him and his dad and his, uh, what was it, one of your buddies? One of my buddies, yeah. Came here and helped me install it. These are the kind of awesome people they are, an awesome family, and just, I love them, man. I love them, and they've been like this since I met them in 08. So these are the kind of people I'm blessed with on the daily basis. So thank you, man. Um, I'm going to get to talking about it. Yep, yep. I, myself, uh... I've actually never, like, the whole drug thing is actually new to me. I've never done anything like that. So when your mom actually told me that, I tripped out, bro. <laughs> I tripped out because, let me, t- yeah. let me tell you why I tripped out. Because I knew you at this time. Yeah. She yeah. told me this was during 08. It was, oh, yeah. And uh, Full-fledged. Yeah, so the reason why it tripped me out, when she told me, I was like, what the fuck? Tay was <laughs> like that? I couldn't believe it. But uh, first... You, where were you born, Tay? Give me a history uh, about you. You were born here. I was here born South. born and raised in Roseville, California, basically. Born at Travis Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roseville my whole life. Uh, literally my entire life. Moved to Maui for a short stint for a year and back here yeah, to, to it, Roseville. It, what was Maui like? I know, oh, man. I know you'd see, I, I, you told me you weren't a big fan of it. It's fun, but... Uh, it's better vacationing than living? Yeah, it's just different when you your surf spots across the street from the house you're building. It's hard to go to work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's expensive. The people don't really like you. You don't live there, and you haven't been born or raised there. 
Oh, they still see you as a, like, Oh, yeah, uh, they see you as I don't know what what the word is for it, but they just treat you different, you know what I mean? Uh every once in a while still get catch a few people who show you good love and everything. Um and actually by the time we were off the island about to leave, we we made friends and made like family, people we still consider friends, you know? Uh but a That's wild cool. thing, wild thing to do for sure. It was worth it. It kind of shaped who I came back to be to start this business that I'm running now. And uh, I think it was probably the, one of the best things I did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. To definitely. experience that. Yeah. Because your wife, you said she's from there, she right? Was, her she, dad. she was, uh, her dad lives there. But she grew up in San Diego. San Diego, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She did live there for an extent time when she was growing up. Uh, I don't know exactly the numbers, like two to five, two to six, and then back there when she was like 18 for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so she, thankfully she knew the island. Her dad had lived there, handed us a key when we got off the airplane. That was cool. So we had a spot. Uh, it was just different for me. I'd never been there. I moved there. I had never lived anywhere but here. So it was just like kind of shocking to me at first. I almost didn't make it like one day. <laughs> I was like, Really? It's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm, like, I'm done. No, no. <laughs> I'm out of this place. I'm like looking around. The first thing I caught was like, man, Everybody in here just seems hella rude, you know, but I guess you could probably see that I wasn't from there. I was staying out like a, yeah, you, you, you know, out yeah, like yeah. A sword but, but it was nice though. After, after a while now we, we talk to people there all the time when we go there. Now it's really fun. We went back after we lived there and it's different. Oh yeah. Way different. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. cool. So you, um, you went there, you came back and that's when you started your business, right? When I came back. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just said we're going to do it. My wife was like the motivation for me because if it was for me, I would have never went and actually took the test, got licensed, and took that next step, you know? Yeah. Why did you pick the field you, you're in? I just wanted to have a horizon that was broad, you know, oh, okay. something that I could do and pick and choose what I want to do, you know, and not yeah, be yeah. limited to one certain thing. That's cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to get into, uh, you were how old, when you, how old were you when you first started? So it's hard to even remember that far back for me because it's kind of just like a black period, you know? Yeah. When I started, I know it was somewhere around the time between sophomore and junior year of high school, I believe. Yeah. Do you feel like you were peer pressured into doing it or did you not do it? Not at all. Not at all. I think, so what happened was- What was the first drug that you did? It was some- like, did you start with, like, smoking weed? I smoked weed, yeah, first, for sure. First for sure, yeah. First thing weed. I ever did was smoke weed. And I remember the time I smoked it. Uh, I had already taken painkillers prior to that due to breaking bones, uh, racing motorcycles growing up. So yeah. I already knew what painkillers were, which we'll get to later because that's ultimately the drug of choice that kind of took me down that path. Uh, but, yeah, it started with smoking weed. And then in high school was where it really started. We, uh, Me and a group of friends uh, had first period weight training. And one of the friends always had Norcos, uh, Vicodins, uh, any any kind of painkillers, basically, right? So that's where it started. We just started taking them. And, and I don't know why, honestly, at the time. Uh, I've heard. Feels good. I mean, if anyone who's done it knows, it feels good. It can be addicting. It makes school go by faster. It makes you focus better. Uh, a whole bunch of things you think it's doing at the time, you know. Uh, but really, soon soon to find out it was not going to be what it was, just going to school and taking some drugs with your friends, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where it started, and uh, it just kind of grew and grew and grew from there. 
And it didn't really become like anything that was I worried about or anything that I even thought about. I mean, being a kid, like, ah, it's fine, you know. You don't even think, you don't think that something bad could happen or anything like that, you know. And then uh, high school ends and you want to make money. And you are in that area of, for me, I, I met a guy basically. And the guy had bag loads and bag loads of drugs. And he's trusted me for some reason and put him in my hands and so like here you go you know you want to make some money i'm of course you know 20 years old and 18 19 years old whatever you're at that age money seems great right <laughs> easy money free drugs why not let's do it right well i started with drugs started with selling weed and then i moved into selling oxycontins and then i moved into whatever i could make money on you know and then i really realized that there was there's a lot of money to be made and it kind of just overcame me, you know, this, the hard part about it was for me, was I knew it was becoming a problem, you know, I just kept going with it. Uh, my family was obviously bummed on me at the time. Didn't look my mom and dad in the eyes for, I couldn't tell you how many years, uh, but it was all, I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard to, people ask me why. And there's, I just don't know why, you know, why I did it. I had a great family. My mom and dad, my dad, everyone doesn't know, has never done a drug in his life. Yeah. never drank alcohol in his life my mom doesn't do drugs uh she drinks here and there you know has a beer at night or has a drink cocktail here and there so i didn't have any excuses to be doing what i was doing really yeah uh, my mom and dad gave me everything I had dirt bikes skateboards multiple dirt bikes snowboards mm -hmm. i mean everything under the sun you had a, yeah you had a i had a made in the shade i was the only child i wouldn't say i was spoiled rotten but i mean i got a lot of stuff you know i had everything i needed there was no excuse for me um so what do you think caused it? Then? Addiction. If you had, if you had addiction. Yeah, you just it's got addiction. addicted to it when you. Yeah, it was it was all addiction, and it just became an obsession, <clears throat> and uh, I just kept going with it, you know. Um, take some steps back. Uh, in high school, um, when this all started, I had a really bad uh, overdose, um, and you would think that would have been like, hey, you know. Wake you, up. you died bro like yeah why are you doing drugs again but it wasn't um i actually went to a party with some friends and uh we ended up taking sniffing uh, actually like eight or nine xanax bars each which is i, I, I mean when i, I when know. i talk about it, it's ridiculous so it's equivalent it is, it to fucking crazy it's equivalent <laughs> to like 32 pills of xanax that the doctor would prescribe you um so obviously like you're trying to kill yourself or what um no we were just kids you know we were having fun and i went to a party drank too much alcohol uh blacked out and where i was at these people weren't very nice uh the parents were home and they told the kids to put me outside so i didn't puke on the couch or or puke or get piss anywhere inside passed out blacked out well when i got outside these kids stripped me naked uh outside like in front of the house in the backyard, yeah. They what? took all my clothes off. Uh, Why did they take... I, I, I don't know, you know. Uh, so, they took all my clothes off. They burned me with cigarettes on my chest 12 times. Uh, don't really know what happened. Um, long story short, they ended up calling my best friend at the time. And he showed up and picked me up. Took me to his house, which was really close. And called 911. 911 came, shoved tubes in my nose, tubes in the old Johnson, uh, tubes in your butt, 
everything you can imagine, you know? And uh, long story short, I woke up. I got put in a drug-induced coma when I got to the hospital. Uh, I was, I don't know how long I was in the coma for, but I just remember waking up and seeing everyone around me and my mom, my dad, everyone. And it's just a shock to me, you know, like, Oh man, what did you do? You know, even that being so young, it just, it just didn't affect me, you know? So like as a kid, you you were, you you were 17, yeah, 17, 16, you know, as a kid, you think you're untouchable. And I still thought I was just, you know, I thought I was untouchable. Ah. Did you talk to all these kids again? Nah, nah, nah. So the reason that that happened is, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I never met these kids. I was at a party with someone uh, who I was hanging out with at the time, I guess you could say. And I don't know how how that happened. Wild, super wild occurrence. Uh, Ended up being, obviously, uh, the Roseville PD got involved. Uh, Oh, shit. uh, Shit. it was a long thing. It wasn't too bad for me. I ended up not getting charged or anything, but I know the people there got in trouble. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a big deal for sure. Um, but going back forward, that didn't even like phase me. I was that was like just the start of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so it kept going and kept going and kept going. I was taking three, four oxycontins a day. Uh, so it was all pills, mostly. All pills, yeah, all pills. It's a popular thing, I think, now, even now, like right now, people are still, yeah, and it, like kids. I think, well, now it's it's moving to other drugs, you know, people are doing heroin now. Kids started dying from heroin after high school. After I got out of high school, they started dying from heroin because they took away the the opiates that you could do other ways than just taking eating. Um, they made them not able to, like, break them down or smoke them or anything like that, you know, so they started moving to heroin. Kids started dying in Roseville. Uh just things that shouldn't be happening, you know. Yeah, shooting up um, heroin. Shooting up heroin. Yep, yep. Um, not me, thankfully. I never, I never. Crazy. Thankfully, I got out of it before then. Um, but again, it goes back to. I think the only thing that saved me was my my family. You know, um, like you said, I have a great system, support system. Um, we were. I was at my house one day. This is all going on. And I just said, you know, I can't take this anymore, man. Called my mom. It's like, moms, got to come pick me up. She can't pick me up. Uh, I went and stayed at her house, you know, lived there. I remember my parents had a, a, a couch in their bedroom and their master at the time, and I had to sleep on it because the withdrawals, man, I was going through it, you know. Uh, but I wanted to get sober, and I really wanted to get clean, and I knew that that was the only way, you know. Yeah, and it, it, and it took that decision, you committing to what you wanted to do, you know. You were like, I'm mm-hmm. tired. I was I'm done. done. I was done. I, mean? I was, yeah. I was. I remember just crying sometimes at night, like, just in my own head, you know. So that's where I like want to reach out to people, especially young kids, man, and, and uh, know that addiction is real, and just you know, just be careful. Don't don't do that stuff, you know. Stay away from it. Find find it. Find your addiction in other stuff like boxing, you know. Yeah. Um, how 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 can someone do that though? I mean, so how, like for example, me, I never use any drugs mm-hmm. or drinks. So you were addicted I'm, to boxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was addicted to boxing. I was never. I was around people that did drugs. I've seen people, uh, I was around it, but I never fell into doing it because, like you said, I was addicted to boxing. My vision for boxing, I was so obsessed with boxing mm-hmm. that I knew that was going to fuck me up. How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you find a balance for that? Or how do you... For me, it was just, again, going to those people who, who cared about me. Uh, yeah. I remember like the second or third day of of going through a withdrawal at my parents' house, uh, my dad was like, all right, it's time to go to the gym. And uh, 
That's when you guys started coming here, huh? That's when I started going to CrossFit. I had already been here. So I had oh. been here. I had probably been going here when I OD'd. Yeah, no, because that's what, yeah. That's yeah, what. I had been going here already then. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So when I was being real bad, I was definitely, definitely had already been coming here. And I was on the super low, like you said. You didn't even really understand, didn't know. I would talk to you. Yeah, I didn't know you. And were. I was definitely, definitely on some sort of drugs for sure. Yeah, because um, when I, I remember I saw you later on at Fridays. You remember? TJ Fridays, yeah. Remember when yeah, I saw yeah, you? yeah. And I was, you were at the bar, and I remember I saw you, and you were off. To me, you oh, I was seemed, definitely off. Yeah. To me, you seemed different. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, that's not the mm-hmm. same kid I remember. I didn't, I didn't, never thought it was drugs though. I just thought maybe you grew mm-hmm. up, not of that. But yeah. Um, so day two of of withdrawals, my dad came to me and he's like, "Time for the gym." And we'd already been into boxing and stuff, you know. So I'd already been. I like the gym. I, I like coming to the gym, working out, and uh, we went CrossFit this time, and. uh it was just what my dad was into, you know, yeah. at the time. He's doing it. He teaches still it. goes, yeah, he still goes. Uh and man, it was again just obsessing over something else besides drugs, you know, finding finding passion with people Did you Did you ever work. compete with CrossFit? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I actually I coached CrossFit. Uh, I got my level one cert. You uh, coached? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got my level one just like my dad did and uh he's he paid for it, you know, to go get me, you know, keep me on track, stay motivated. Yeah, your dad's a good teacher. He you is. could tell he likes oh, teaching. He's the man, yeah. He's the he he loves teaching. He loves coaching. Motivation. Yeah. He loves that stuff for sure. Yeah, uh, I, you can tell. I uh, can tell when we're in class. He's always very quick to want to help somebody and teach somebody. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. he was like waiting for somebody not to know. Yeah, yeah. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he took you to the gym. He went to CrossFit. You got there, and that kind of helped you overcome during that time. Yeah, it, it kept you busy doing that. Yeah, yeah. It kept me busy, and I think not only did it keep me busy, but it, it goes back to again. I think if you're ever in a time like that, uh, you know, you're always thinking your parents are your worst enemy. You're, yeah, the people who love you, they're trying to help you. You're always like trying to remember. In the state I was in, you're like, uh, they ain't trying to help you. You know, yeah. they, they're not. They're not. They don't want me to do what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. You know, but it goes what? back to really trusting the people around you, your group. You know, and the people who care about you that's how yeah. it got me is, is just really reinstating that and myself that my parents do love me and that, that it wasn't that they didn't tell me that you know but it was just i thought what i was doing was better which clearly is not the answer right yeah i'm gonna i want to ask you this what do you think about this and then I'll, I'll talk about it with you what do you feel do you feel like uh smoking weed or athletes promoting weed can affect people to fall into other drugs 100 percent. you think so i uh i think so too i have to agree 100 percent. one thing that bugs me about it is when you see big at like for example you have a lot of athletes now that they talk about they smoke weed to help them with their headaches and all this which could be true you know what i mean it couldn't necessarily be mm-hmm. true which i don't what bugs me is the fact that they're promoting it to the fact where they're in a way saying it's okay to do it yeah. and then you have kids mm-hmm. that are fall into doing it and they see oh well so-and-so is doing it why can i not do it you know what i'm saying yeah that was never me i never have, i don't like that i uh i've never posted no i grew up in the social media area you know i've never mm-hmm. posted a picture of drugs i've never any of that stuff that's just yeah well you i yeah, was on, shit, i didn't know so you yeah exactly you know yeah that's <laughs> just not me you know that's not what i do you know uh but do i think that uh Yes, uh, professional athletes who 
there's these kids. I mean, kids idolize these people now. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely Hell idolize yeah. these people. I never really growing up had an athlete that I completely idolized ever. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I grew, I, I liked a lot of stuff, you know. But there are kids to this day that, I mean. If Curry oh, eats if, panda, yes, they're all going to eat panda. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So I think being in that spotlight, you definitely got to uh, – know your know your place you know what i mean you got to understand who you are what you've made of yourself and understand that you do have a huge effect on everybody hell yeah huge i feel like the reason why i feel like i don't like when they do that is for example if this athlete helps them with a headache and whatever it is the reason why they're doing it they sleep better blah 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 and you're saying it's okay and then you you have 14 15 year olds start smoking weed and now they're getting into all the other other shit because they're not using it for the same reasons you're using it for. Correct. You know I think saying? it's I think it's important for the athletes, uh, for anyone, not even athletes, anyone, because there's some people, you, me, you know, people look up to me. I know for a fact people look up to you. Uh, it's we have to realize as people who are getting looked up to that they're not the young kids aren't getting punched in their head. For athletes, for example, these guys are getting yeah. punched in their head a lot. Yes, their brain could need some things that are gonna fix them or help them. Then that this kid doesn't need to even know about. Yeah, right? don't you know, promote it. Need to know your place. You know, yeah, it's gonna help you. Great. Yeah. Yeah, but it could be too that they're promoting it because now there are a lot of them they're in the cannabis paid. industry. Yeah, and they're, they're getting paid. paid. Yeah, which makes paid. it hard, and it's all about money now. Yeah, you know, which <clears throat> that is the biggest aspect of it. Do I think weed leads to big time? It has to. Uh, they, they, the way kids look up to these people is rappers everyone you know just mm-hmm. uh, besides so was a gym the only way you fought temptation is that how you kind of got it off you or to be honest uh i was so done with it at that time that it was that just you didn't done even... it was oh, done yeah, but done. i still drank uh i still drank alcohol um i still drank alcohol up until th- through almost four months ago i've been 100 percent sober for four months now it was just no like alcohol nothing nothing at all yep did you, do you still from time to time struggle with maybe wanting a relapse or anything like that? Not with drugs. But. Alcohol, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's still new, obviously, for yeah, me. Yeah, four months. Um, I, have, I don't think alcohol, I mean, anything is bad, but I think you can be a social drinker, drink. But I like, can't. I know that. Oh, you can? Yeah, yeah. You go hard to the paint, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Believe <yeah>. that. <laughs> there ain't no sparring in me. We fighting if we're yeah. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, nah, um, I just, I just don't get along with it. It's not that I do it every day or I was like a raging alcoholic. It's that mm. if I do have a beer, I'm drinking six. Yeah. What do you like about coming to here? Like at the gym? Why do, we're just completely off subject. I want, I always wanted to ask you that. Constant challenge. I think, uh, I think I come to the five thirty in the morning class as much as possible for a reason, because it's the best way to start my day. Yeah. Constant challenge. First get up that early. Not only get up, it's easy to get up and go sit on the couch, but get up, get your gear on, and get to the gym. I feel like uh, I start the day with a win already, uh, and the people second for sure. Everyone's yeah. nice. You never go, you never go into no gym and have everyone say hi to you, or the teacher coaching the class says what's up, you know. Yeah. And coach keeps coaching, you know. That was kind of what I liked about CrossFit at the time too, which I think that kind of died out to be honest uh, for me because of where I was at, and coming here, man. I mean, if you saw anyone, any one of your people around, you're going to stop for sure. Talk to them. There's no time constraint. You know, every time we, 
some of my favorite t- chats are the ones we have after class. You yeah, know? we sit down and talk. Yeah, yeah on the side of the talk ring. Sports, talk, talk sports, everything. whatever it is, you know. Someone's already, always got something to say. Yeah. So that's cool. We do have really cool conversations here. Super cool. Uh, and boxing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone likes to fight. It's in your nature, right? We all yeah. like to hit stuff. And Remember when you did the challenge? I mean, you I had do. two fights? How many fights? I think I did, I did one. I think I had two scheduled. I ended up doing one. Um, it was here. Yeah, good it was times. Here. It was a good time, yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's different. It's, it is. It's it different is. for people who've never done it. Me, still super rookie at it. Uh, it's different when you get in there and someone else wants to take your head off. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! It's fun though. So, what would you tell somebody that was dealing with something like that you were dealing, a high school kid dealing with addiction, or what would you tell them to? So the only reason I even wanted to tell you the things I told you before is to let people know that. This shit is real. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have parents who make 150k a year, uh, have a nice house, get dropped off to school with a nice car, and still have addiction and still have issues, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, just because you have a great life at home doesn't, doesn't mean you mean. have issues. Or yep. it doesn't mean you do something you shouldn't be doing. Very true. And uh, the reason I say that is talk to someone. Honestly, yep. everyone says that, and it's such a simple thing. Talk to someone. Uh, but really... It's that simple, you know. Yeah. Talk to someone, find a gym, find something you're something passionate about. Something that you about. that you're gonna that's gonna mm-hmm. draw you interest. Yep, yep. That has and nothing to do with find it. Find something you're passionate about, you know. Uh, keep digging. I know it's tough. Getting clean on drugs is really really hard. Hell yeah. Uh, I could imagine. I saw a thing that it said, uh, quitting meth or something, or, or quitting an addiction of a drug. Drug addiction is like quitting sugar. Oh. You know? Quit sugar. If you can't quit sugar, then that's how they feel. Try and quit sugar. I challenge anyone to cry and that's try. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't doing that. I love sugar. <laughs> I, I, I definitely can't quit sugar. Uh, um, but yeah, find thing. a passion. Find a uh, find someone you love. That helped me a lot too. Tell me about uh, Irie Construction. Did I say it right? They did. Yep. Tell uh, me about Irie it. Construction. What is it about? What's what's what makes it different than everybody else? Uh, three years ago, we started. Uh, named it after my daughter. Um, her name's Ireland me and my wife 50 50 partners so it's a family ran business um we like to cater to people in our in our towns our neighborhoods you know we like to work in the sacramento greater area um things that make us different man we just try and really keep it family oriented you know try and really get what you want talk to you see what you need um always definitely down to work with you but uh it's mostly just my motivation, you know. Now, now it's it's hard for me to even think about why I do it or what I do. But obviously, you know, you have kids. Um, yeah, your kids, your motivation. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now it is. That now it's easy. Now I got my. Now I'm out. You know. Yeah. I feel like it's too easy now. Um, business is great. Um, we're based out of Lincoln, California. Uh, interior remodel mostly. We like to do kitchens, baths, all floor coverings. Pretty much, you do it, name it. We do it. We're licensed to do it all. Um, some things, obviously, we don't do in house, uh, but we do pretty much cover everything. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, anything you want to add? Anything you want to take? Man, before yeah, I'm gonna start asking you some random ass questions. I like that. I like that. Uh, no, uh, just on the topic of what we talked about. Talk to your kids. That's what I say. And now that I have a kid, now I look at what my parents did, and my parents didn't do anything wrong. Uh, that's the, that's the thing is parent. And another thing to parents too is they think that oh man, my kid's so bad. What I do wrong? Well, sometimes you didn't really do anything wrong. You know, it's just a kid. 
bear with them. Don't yell at them. Don't hit them. You know, uh, hang in there with them. Show them love and support, and it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, it'll work out. Now, like, me and my mom and dad are closer than we've ever been. Hell yeah, I can oh, tell. Hell yeah. yeah. Now it's the shit. Yeah, yeah. that's that cool. Yeah. How can people get a hold of uh, Irie Construction? How can they be? Uh, at Irie Remodeling on Instagram, IrieRemodeling.com. Uh, all the information's on there. Sign up, uh, whatever you need. Get an estimate. You just it's really walk you through the whole thing on the on the website. That's Pretty cool. simple, yeah. All right. What's your what's something about you that not many people know? Give me give me a fun fact about Taylor Washburn. Oh man, that's mm. hard. Uh, Anything. Fun fact. I'm a golf addict. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I play golf at least twice a week. I didn't know you were an addict at that. I didn't oh. know you were addicted to playing oh, golf. Me and golf. Golf's so, my thing. So are you good? I'm not good, no. Uh, saying that you're good in golf, is uh, there's a fine line of that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, when you play, are you decent? Like, I'm decent, you, yeah. I get around the course. Don't lose too many balls. Uh, I, I like, like to I be played better. golf one time and did horrible. Oh, it's the hardest thing in the world. I think that's why I like it, too. Is it's Horrible. It's tough. That shit is tough. It's it is tough. tough. And then I was like, fuck that. Never doing it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I, uh, damn, I didn't know that. Golf, yeah. Where Where's do you golf? go play? Uh, Turkey Creek, everywhere in Lincoln, just right where I live, really. No. We actually just played uh, at the Ridge in Auburn for my birthday. New favorite course, for sure. Cool. You ever played at Whitney Oaks? I have, yep. I heard it's a tough course. Is it, it is. tough? All the courses are tough, man, when you're as good as me. <laughs> 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 you know how it is. Yeah, they're all tough. Do you like, uh, what is that, right here, the Top Golf? Do you like going there or not? Uh, not, really. not really. Especially now, no, no alcohol, no drinking. It's just... yeah. No it's like, need, yeah, makes really, sense for me. Yeah. What's your favorite restaurant in Sac? Favorite restaurant in Sac. Don't think about it. First thing that comes in your head, pop. Just say it. Buckhorn. Buckhorn. Yeah, probably. There's one here too, but I like the one in Sac. It's like a, the one in downtown. Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. what you're talking about. There's one in Howe too. I um, like it for sure. Um, you already said that. You don't want to add anything. That is it. Yeah. Pretty much. I want to tell you though, thank you so much for sharing this. I mean, this is yeah. personal shit, and uh, the reason why it's so important for you to share it too is that is you know so many people can learn from it, and then it's it's something that I think a lot of people are too afraid to talk about. Yes. You know what I mean, yeah, it's uh, definitely something I think about uh, all the time. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm always reminded of it. Uh, I've, I've I've I mean, I'm a boxing coach. I'm around kids a lot, and I yeah. talked to kids, and they were like, one one of my kids told me. I guarantee you, everyone, and in, in, in they're a teenager, everyone has popped a pill at least once now. And they, even even the square kids then have done it. And if they yeah. haven't, they're fucking liars. Lying, yeah. He's because it's huge now. And I was yeah. like, when he told me that, it kind of scared me because I got kids. You know what I mean? Shit, I was it's like, so fuck, big, I, don't want, yeah. I don't want my kids around drugs. But at the end of the day, what can you do besides yeah. talking to them? Yeah. Talking to them Talk and educating them. them. And stay but, in their lives, uh, that's all I can say, uh... Sorry if I was awkward when I talked, but it's kind of hard to even talk about this stuff still. And it's been, man, 10 years. You, right, you weren't awkward, bro. Cool. You did exactly cool. what you needed. You got cool. to the point, bro. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for sharing that, bro. It yep. was huge. I appreciate you awesome. for coming on. And we out. Later. Later. <laughs>